nobody is born a racist. It's something that we learned. Hello, hi, how are you? Welcome to the Quest Show with Lana Quest, yours truly. I hope everyone is doing okay. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to ask the same thing that I ask every single week. Please follow, share, um, rate, review. I'd appreciate it. And um, let's get into it. On today's show, we will be talking about the week from hate. Of course, there's been a lot of um, hate going on last week. So we're going to discuss that. Um, discuss the beginnings of this hate, where it's stemming from, um, what has fueled it, and how we can really work on um, putting it back into the bottle. You know, we're not going to get fully get rid of hate, but we can work on um, getting those quiet things that are now being said out loud uh, to remain quiet. And also, maybe I have some entertainment news and maybe I don't. So let's begin. So last week, tough week um, for all, um, especially our um, Asian brothers and sisters, American Asian brothers and Sisters, um, if you haven't heard, um, I'm not going to say his name, but a domestic terrorist thought it a good idea to go into several Asian massage spas to um, shoot it up, basically to massacre human beings. Um, Yeah. He did that. He went to one, shot the place up, then went to another, and then went to yet another. Um, Coincidentally, they are all Asian spas. And the interesting thing, a couple of shows back, I said, and of course everyone said, I'm not like saying I'm taking the credit for this, but I did say, hey, Asian hate crime is on the rise because it has been on the rise. It's a quiet thing that's been on the rise, but it's been on the rise. It's it, it's like 3,800 cases in a short span of time. And that's just the ones that have been reported because there are often times hate crimes that are not being reported as such. So that if there is a um, someone uh, of Asian descent that is a victim of a crime, it doesn't get filed under hate crime, although it may be. It's not even being investigated um, oftentimes because uh, for some reason, because Asians have been the voice of the unheard, not from lack of trying just because that has been the stereotype put upon them, that they are the quiet ones. They are the ones that don't quote unquote 
agitate. And that is why um, Asians and African-Americans over the years have been pit against each other. I will explain this and I may be all over the place and hopefully at the end I can put it all in so you understand this. So the history is Asians have been the model minority. Yes, that's the thing. The model minority. They have been uh, the minority that was quiet. So white supremacists, racists, the people that run the system made sure to make them the model. You know, Asians are smarter than black people. Black people are lazy. Asians are very educated. They're quiet. They go to school. Black people are uppity, right? If we want to go to school or if we have education or great jobs, we become the uppity bunch. Um, Asians are the ones you want to live next to you because your property value will go up. Uh, black people are dangerous. They will bring your property value down. So this has been um, the stereotype, not from the Asians. <laughs> they weren't doing this. This is from the strings above, trying to keep us separate that was the plan the whole time. Because once minorities, marginalized people unite, we become very, very strong. So from the very beginning, white supremacists made sure that they made Asians the model Americans. And in doing this, some Asians internalized this, right? Because there has been a lot of um, racist remarks from Asians against black people. But that was the strings, right? Because that's been put into their heads and their minds of how black people are and vice versa. And it goes with, you know, Latinx, you know, same thing. They wanted to divide us, right? And even of recent, there was a dividing of um, who's actually black, right? It was like, um, if you're Jamaican or, uh, you know, you have Jamaican, uh, ancestry or Trinidad or any Caribbean Island, you weren't African-American. So somehow you're not really black. Yes, you are people of, or people of color, but you're not black. So then you had like a group of um, African-Americans saying that if you are Jamaican or if you are from Trinidad, you are not black. Like that. It's just so, and again, we have to really look at where this was all coming from. And it's all coming from white supremacy. And at the beginning of the show, I told you, I'm going to show you where this is coming from. And that is where it is coming from. Because duh, if you're from Jamaica or from Trinidad, your ancestry there, that only is because that is where the slave ship dropped you off at. Because we're all stolen from the motherland, Africa, and the slave ship just dropped us off at different ports. 
you give me different parts. So that's the main um, point. That That is where this is coming from. This is why, you know, the divide, the divide between African-Americans and Asians and, and such. So let's get back to um, the domestic terrorist. So after he did this, um, he was eventually um, caught, which is a good thing because I believe he said that he was on his way to Florida to continue his shooting spree. Um, so, so there was a press conference given by the Georgia um, police chief. Um, he actually came out and he said that, as this is not a direct quote, but the terrorist, the 21-year-old who gunned down these eight people said that it was not a hate crime, that he's actually a sex addict. And the only way that he could quell his desires for sex was to go and get rid of, you know, the thing that was tempting him, which was these people. I mean, I don't know. He could have burnt down the spas when no one was in it if he wanted to get rid of the thing that was, you know, so tempting his desires for sex. You get rid of the 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 salon. But no, he went and shot people. Here's the thing about that. As a police chief, why are we taking the word of an alleged uh, murderer? Why are we taking his word? Why would, Why in the world would you go out there and say, well, he said, well, he said, uh, I'm sorry, what? So it just happens that each of the spas had Asian in their names and the majority of the victims were Asian. Right. So a little digging has shown us that this same police chief, police chief now, recall, his Facebook page, he's apparently been selling um, anti-Chinese t-shirts. You know how Donald Trump went out there and fanned the flames talking about the China virus and the Kung flu virus? So right, so that police chief was actually selling those or had those on his Facebook page. So we already see his sentiment against Asians. So again, there lies the problem in the system. We keep saying it's systemic racism and you really, really, really have to follow this. The man who is in charge of protecting people, no matter the race, is a racist because if you're anti-racist you're not going to have those you're just not it's not funny so now we have to question his feelings did he go in the back and tell this guy hey you're gonna be charged with a hate crime so you can't don't you know make something else up or this is what we'll do we don't know if that's the case i'm just saying <laughs> But it is a strong possibility at this point, since this guy himself has a problem with Asians. Someone to protect and serve. So if 
He's here to protect and serve, and he doesn't like Asians. How the hell does he feel about black people? This is the problem with the system. This is why people are saying defund the police, and not that I'm, I don't like the slogan, defund the police, but I understand it. Take some of that money and invest it in training other resources. And that's getting past the point. So let's get back to where um, I was. So we've discussed where this hate comes from. And let's, and that we, we went way back, but let's talk about why there's so much of it right now. And you know, not to pin everything on Donald Trump, but to pin everything on Donald Trump. Let's just be real with this right now. Because prior to Donald Trump, of course there was racism. Of course there were bigots. Of course this happened. But it was quiet, right? Like it wasn't so crazy. But because you had the man with the highest power in the land saying those things out loud, saying these black and brown countries are shithole countries, calling black men sons of bitches, um, an Asian asking him a question. He talks about a China virus or a Kung flu virus. He did that. So the highest man in the land calling it a China virus, Kung flu virus. You are putting targets on the back of these people. That, like, that's just common sense because now everyone is going to look at them like they're the cause of this. And what do you do when you think someone is the cause of something? You try to stomp them out. He did that. And every other Republican that was complicit around it are responsible for this. I don't care what you say. There's no ifs, ands, or buts with it. He is responsible for this. And they continue with the hate. You have Marjorie Taylor Greene, another person in Congress, saying all kinds of crazy, wacky things about trans women, trans men, trans girls and boys. They're going to be in your sports. Trans women. Do you want trans with on your girls' sports? Do you want them in your bathrooms? They're not the ones out here committing domestic terrorist acts. They're not the ones out here kidnapping your children and insulting your children. They're not. It's the heterosexuals. So what's your argument? All you're doing is continuing to put a target on these people. So if the highest people in the land, these politicians are out here making trans a bad word, a bad thing, you're causing more and more hate. These children just want to live. No one is choosing this. This is who they are. It is not a choice. No one is choosing to be marginalized. No one is choosing to be targeted. That is why it's them. It is who they are. And when you start firing shots at them, the world is going to take action as well. And you're putting their lives in danger. Not only that, you're stomping out their light. That's why these children are committing suicides at such high rates because they can't be who they are. 
not even amongst their peers because you're turning their peers against them if they hear their parents saying disparaging things about them. It's been a week of hate, people. Like, it's been so loud this week. So loud. So that's where it's stemming from. That's how we got here. How do we stop it? By listening. By being allies. And I say this all the time, but it is what it is. If we want to... Okay, so not stop because is it ever going to going to end no i get it but at least we can send these racist bigots scurrying back into their holes we hold them accountable we expose them someone on twitter told me um not to give them a platform what do you mean not to give them a platform that's exactly what we need to do we're not making them famous. We're making them infamous. You have to expose them. So they go running back into their little holes. If you ignore them, you embolden them. They get stronger. That's why, yes, we're going to call out Dr. Seuss. Yes, some of those books were racist. Get rid of them. Yes, there are rides at um, Disneyland, I think it was, or World, one of them. That was very racist, the safari. When you have cannibals or native people looking a certain way and trying to kill white people in a ride, that is racist. Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, it is racist. And we have to continue to call it out. It's not anyone being sensitive. It's not the PC culture. Oh, people are so sensitive. No, the only people that say that and are upset about when we quote unquote agitate, that is Stacey Abrams' words. I love it. Um, the only people that get upset about that are racist. Because you really have to ask yourself, why are you upset about people speaking out about the things that bother them? And that is, and that has been an issue of the marginalized black people. We didn't speak out. I mean, we did. Okay, the civil rights and all of that. There were pockets, right? But as much as we could. But for a lot of things, we just kind of, it was status quo. It was status quo that, you know, the, uh, Dr. Seuss books. Status quo that we weren't in movies. Status quo that you didn't see our commercial. Status quo that our products were not on the shelves, that you cannot find black dolls. Now, we're talking about it. No, I can't find a black doll. We're all going to talk about it. It's going to be all over social media because you don't get to do that anymore to us. Look at Asian Americans. Look at their names. They had to assimilate, right? Their names aren't the Margarets and the Emily. Those aren't their names. They took on these American white names just so that they can assimilate. So they're not the other. And because people cannot pronounce their names. And it's a great commercial with the little girl. She's trying to get people to pronounce her name correctly and no one can. And she keeps correcting, keeps correcting. And I think her grandmother, someone bought her a necklace that has her name on it. It's a great commercial. But imagine that. Imagine being someone or now being an American. And when you have kids, you're Asian American 
and you change your kid's name so they can assimilate. Because, oh boy, white people aren't going to be able to pronounce this name. It's going to be a problem. Or I can't cook my food in the kitchen or wherever because someone's going to complain about it. That's us assimilating. Black people too. Uh, can't wear my hair in this big afro because the company's going to get upset. I can't wear that into court. I can't, you know, I have to have it straight because I have to assimilate. I, I don't want to be the other anymore. We're tired of it. So if you are an ally, you would understand that and you would explain that to other people as well. That is my rant today. I hope I, um, clarified some things for some people. I know <laughs> every week we're talking about the same thing, but it just seems to get louder and louder. The hate is louder and louder. And if our sane voices and our anti-racist voices don't get even louder than the hate, then we're going to fail as a society. But if we gather together, Asians, Latin, African-Americans, white, in one voice, anti-bigotry, anti-racist. No, you can't do that. Yes, there is police brutality. We're going to do a lot better. And that is <laughs> my rant. Oh, entertainment news. So I guess uh, J-Lo and A-Rod broke up this week. And then maybe they're back together. <laughs> I know. And let me tell you, I had to Google that. I literally Googled entertainment news and that popped up. So I don't know. I guess she's shooting a movie in the DR and they had broke up previously, but they've been spotted like smooching and kissing um, out on the balcony of her villa. I don't know. So maybe they are back together if anyone cares. I mean, if you were heartbroken that they were going to be going to break up, there is hope, so maybe they will be together again. And apparently, they are engaged, so hopefully, they will have their big fairy tale wedding. And I don't know, <laughs> there you go. But everyone, please stay safe. COVID is still out there. There are a number of states that have opened up um, and have no mask mandate, which is insane. Yes, there have been over 100 million people vaccinated. Yay, Biden! Yes. Yay, Biden. Um, we're doing pretty well on that front. There are still people that are underserved, uh, black and brown communities, but there are a lot of people out there who are going door to door and getting um, the black and brown communities, the people that don't have Wi-Fi or access, um, the access they need. So kudos to those people. Um, we need that. And Thank you for coming. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Please be safe out there. Continue to wear your mask and get your vaccine when it is your time. Thank you. Mm -hmm.